You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> I went back. I was like, well, let me go back and, and get, you know, my like little snacks and everything so nothing kind of goes crazy. Totally forgetting about the whole situation of, oh, yeah, they're opening that gift and such. So there were some people from our um our creative team and, and crew and uh, <laughs> they were like taking gifts out because <laughs> they didn't want us to see it. Hey, what's going on? It's me, Roscoe, founder and host of Built for the Stage an online training program that helps actors to train like athletes. If you want to try a seven-day free trial, go to the website builtforthestage.com or you can click that link right in the description of this episode. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, like it, comment on it, show us the love. It'd be greatly appreciated so we can spread this word around to the Broadway theater community. Special thanks to our producers, Broadway Podcast Network. You can check them out at bpn.fm. All right, today's episode is going to be an excerpt from a series that we do on Playbill's YouTube channel every Monday called Motivation Monday. We have today a very special guest from the Broadway show Six, Adriana Hicks. Adriana shares with us a very, very unique situation where they were scheduled to open their Broadway show on the same unfortunate day that the COVID-19 pandemic shutdown occurred. So take a listen. There's also some nice, fun, smiles, laughs, positivity in here. So it's not all doom and gloom. Hope you enjoy this episode with Adriana Hicks. What have you been up to on a daily basis? Um, and has that kind of evolved since this has all started? Yeah, absolutely. Well, to kind of start off, I wanted to thank you because it's because of your program that I've been <laughs> up and at it and really uh, getting my endorphins going every day. So that's pretty much my my routine. I like to tune into your program or if I do want to do something light because there's a lot going on, I'll just like either go for a walk or a run. Um, and that has been really good to kind of just to do that every day to just get my body going and remember like, no, you're still living. This is a gift. So continue to move forward. Um, creative wise, you know, it's, it's funny cause I, I've always 
been that type of girl when I was younger to like think of ways to always engage my mind um, and to have a creative release. So I've been getting more into painting again. I used to do that when I was younger and um, I've been doing it a lot more lately. Kind of had to pause it for like the past month, but it's been cool to kind of put up all of my art from the quarantine from the very beginning. <laughs> so now it's like all over my uh, room in my, at my brother's house. Um, I've been doing that and also kind of tuning in to myself. And uh, I've been really, really interested this year about mental health and understanding the importance of that. Um, <clears throat> it's been really cool to kind of explore that and read some books on that and also go to counseling and really how we, how I exercise my body, exercising my mind, um, in, in ways that are, that are good and not toxic. And you don't really necessarily know that until you have time to pause, you know? <laughs> and, um, that journey has been all of the feelings to say the least. <laughs> um, it's been difficult. It's been, it's like a shaping and a molding of me in areas and ways when there's no distraction that I didn't even know that I needed. Um, and also to be around loved ones to be like, Hey, I see that. And Hey, I want to, Hey, hello. I love you. Let's talk about this. Cause you, you don't get that as artists all the time, unless you have a uh, your family around or whatever. But I know in my case, my family and my loved ones are all over the globe. Um, and yeah, I, that's been kind of my journey now. And now I'm here. I'm just taking it one day at a time, enjoying that. It's been really great. Yeah, it's funny how, it's not funny. It's true how everything's connected, body, mind, spirit. For me, I know when I'm in an exercise rut where I'm just, for whatever reason, not motivated or I just, I don't want to, I'm just not into it. Most likely I can kind of trace that to, oh, you've also been putting off your journaling or you also aren't reading the way that you used to or spending that quiet time away from your phone. And now all your mental anxieties are just transferring over to your workouts. And that's why it's not, you don't want to work out just because you're lazy or you don't want to work out. It's the other stuff that you're putting off as well, the mental side and vice versa. Like, I'm at my computer or whatever. And I'm just like, I just, my creativity is not there. I just don't have my edge or whatever. And then you're like, oh, I've been putting off my workouts and I haven't been getting that physical stimulus that I need as well. So definitely. So everyone watching out there, it's all connected and they all help one another. So don't put any of it off. Um, So you're you're in six, right? You're in previews. There's this like, cult following like immer- like just rising to the top people are just obsessed over this show you're gonna open and then boom tell us about that day where like it just they're like no it's not gonna happen today how 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 was that? the timing of that the timing like you couldn't uh tell us just tell us how that was it was a doozy. I mean, I mean, even you explaining it, I mean, it kind of says it what it was. Um, my personal experience with it, I was actually already downtown because I knew like, yeah, this is opening night. You're not going to really want to travel up the island to go home for the first couple of days. So like, let's, let's stay in downtown in the hotel. So I was with a friend and um, I, <laughs> I got a call from my makeup artist actually, who was, who was saying like, Hey girl, I, I heard that COVID was actually at your 
theater. And because I have children, I think I'm going to probably stray away from like being your makeup artist for the night. And I said, okay, totally understand that. It's fine. Um, and, and thankful, like, luckily I had another friend who was able to do it and he was like, yeah, girl, I got you or whatever. So that was cool. I got that all sorted out. And then maybe I want to say maybe like 10 minutes later, I got a call from my agent saying, Hey, you know, it sounds, it seems like Cuomo is going to shut down the city after five. He made that announcement on the news. Don't know if that's a hundred percent, you know, meaning that your show is going to close or whatever. And this is like 3 PM at that point about three hours before curtain because we opened, we were scheduled to open around like 6.30 p.m. Um, yeah, he called me and I was like, okay. And I'd gotten food at that point. My friend and I were up and talking and getting ready to go. And um, yeah, then five or 10 minutes after he made that initial call, he was like, yeah, it's official. Six has called us saying that we're canceling the evening, but they want to have a little get together just to you know, like next door, I think it was at Glasshouse Tavern because we were on that street. So <laughs> they're like, yeah, we're going to have a little get together to um, just, just, just celebrate how far we've come. But that was the craziest thing because it was also somewhat bittersweet. I kind of hate to say that a little bit simply because we were so tired at that point. We were like exhausted. <laughs> um, and in a span of an hour after I got the call from my agent, I, I uh, my my mom and my brother were staying in the hotel next door to my where my friend and I were staying. So I went next door to them like, hey, it's canceled, so don't worry about getting dressed or anything. And my brother was like, immediately, okay, we need to book a flight back home. We need to um, go get you groceries and toilet paper because that was the rumor and things going on. Oh, so I want to know like all all the shows, the performers the techs backstage, they had to like go back to the theater, gather their stuff, you know, for, while this shutdown's going on. Did you go back and like, were there still like, you know, like little notes or, or gifts or whatever of like this prepping for an opening, you know, cause when openings happening, there's like the dressing rooms are just stacked with all this like celebratory stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was literally it. Um, I, I went back to get a few things because I, I think I had maybe like some, um, um, you know, like how you can have little snacks around for in between shows or whatnot. So I was like, well, maybe let me, let me go back. Cause I believe at that point as well, it was announced we're not opening until April or that we're going to shut down at least for a month. At that point, we had that much information that quickly in New York. So I went back. I was like, well, let me go back and, and get, you know, my like little snacks and everything. So nothing kind of goes crazy. Totally forgetting about the whole situation of, oh, yeah, they're opening my gifts and such. So there were some people from our um, our creative team and, and crew and uh, <laughs> they were like taking gifts out because <laughs> they didn't want us to see it. Right. And I, completely, I completely forgot about that. That was funny to be like, oh, no, I don't I don't see it. And they were like, do you want it now or? They're like, no, we're going to take it back and give it to you later. And um, yeah, that was a whirlwind because there were like flowers and just lovely gifts. And plus I wanted to, I had put some thought into what I wanted to get the girls that night. And um, yeah, I was planning to be there super early, put my little gift on the on their um, desk and everything. But there was, there was a plethora of things on the, <laughs> on, on my table. Just so much love. It was the weirdest whirlwind oh my goodness um yeah it was really weird but I have to say I was really thankful for this because that was the biggest 
opening night for me. I usually don't have a lot of um, guests or visitors that that are mainly able to come to my opening nights. Um, and this time around, they were. So I have like friends from Germany, my friend from LA, friend from a tour. She was on tour. She took off to come and be with me and um, my my mom and my brother. So it was like my people <laughs> that was there. There, everyone was there. Um, so to, so to get the news surrounded by all of that love that made the blow a bit more um, bearable, which was which was good because it was it was a, again it was a weird type of punch because you're like yeah I don't have to sing tonight just because we're really tired but it didn't matter because you know the adrenaline was like oh we're gonna do this because you know how we push as artists. We're there and we we know how to give our all or whatnot, but mm-hmm. also it was too like, oh yeah, I get to, I can sleep tonight. <laughs> it was it was really crazy. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tell us a little bit about the demands of the show, because it, it really is, it's like doing a pop concert every performance and actually don't know the ins and outs of what it is to be a pop star touring the country but i don't know if they would be doing eight concerts a week <laughs> so that's how i'm yeah. kind of rela- that's how i'm relating and i'm like wow you know you're basically doing this eight times a week of what i don't know ariana grande would be doing but she might only have to do it three or four times a week or three times i don't even know the logistics how demanding is it for you vocally um yeah oh man it it was another type of demand um I mean if, if I were able to compare it to the things that I've done before the show like with Celie playing her on on tour now that was like a <laughs> an aerobic situation most both uh, mentally emotionally and physically but um with this show it's because of all of the elements, right? Because you go from a show that's very, very simplistic with with Color Purple, where I just had like maybe I had two costumes, no makeup, no set changes. And it was about telling the story, but through really, really through all of your being, which we, you know, we everyone does that in every show. But with this one, because we have the elements of like what something like famous artists would wear, like Rihanna or Beyonce or whatever, which what have you, these amazing constructs of a costume <laughs> and you have to navigate around that and dance with it and and make sure that you're breathing right and doing all that I think that's what kind of made it difficult at first um and then we have in-ears and it's literally like a concert um it was 
it was vocally challenging at first because also that adrenaline rush from the fans and doing that. Oh my, I, I will never, that is ever forever etched in my memory. I will remember that on my deathbed. Oh, the curtain opening on our very first preview, preview in Chicago, when we didn't, that was the night that we really understood the gravity of what we were getting ready to be a part of, because again, it was a cult, this, this thing that has risen um, into a beautiful creation that was already famous before we got to experience it in America. And um, that curtain opening and the sound that came to that, I was like, wait a minute, I'm really not Beyonce. What is happening though? Is this a musical? What's going on? So you have all of that like stimulants, like just from all sides. But then you're like, but I'm doing a musical and I have to remember that and how all of that like affects the voice (laughs) and it affects like the control and making sure that you're you're able to sustain it. It took, it was a process of learning that and, and just really grounding. I know for me, grounding myself in the fact that I'm still telling a story with like through a medium of a pop concert. That's what it was. I had to make sure I defined that for myself every day. And that helped, that helped to kind of put me into that mode of like, you know, your technique, you know how to sustain eight shows a week. Calm down. It's a lot going on. You got the lights. You've never had <laughs> literally shift from color purple to I am a pop star. Um, yeah, it was that was kind of how I navigated that. Yeah, that's that's cool for for, uh, for me to hear because someone that's always harping that actors are athletes. A big part of being an athlete it is training so much and focusing on the details of um, your foundation and the core of movement or the core of your techniques in athletics, when the cameras are there, when the lights are there, when the stadium's packed, it all still comes down to those simplistic foundational uh, methods or techniques that you perform as an athlete during practices and the same goes for us as actors with our singing technique with just being a storyteller when it all comes down to it the lights and the screaming fans when the curtain open it goes away and you have to revert back to you know what is my foundation so for you is it just is it just um reps that have helped you meaning like the more you've done it over time, the the easier it's gotten to just tap back into that. Or what could you tell anyone out there as far as advice goes of how to really, how do you stay within yourself when all that's going on? Yeah, um, definitely repetition. Um, like with anything, right? I, I don't know who's this quote or, or I, I think it's a certain number of hours that you have to do something to master it. I I forget. It's like outrageous. It's a really long number. (laughs) It's a really big number. Um, I I like to think about that whenever I'm doing something of this magnitude, because yes, you have to kind of, I know for me, my process is drawing back to understanding that it is a process. I can sometimes be a perfectionist when it comes to wanting things to be like it is at the beginning, because I've done the prep work, I've done all of that, but it's not until you get into the ring that things are really tested for what it is. Um, And that would be hard for me at times. I didn't understand how, you know, I can be, I worked out. I, I, you know, I did 
everything. And it was interesting before I started six, I was actually challenging my body physically not, without knowing that I was going to be a part of six and knowing that it was actually going to benefit me because getting down on the ground, doing all of these dance moves, like stretching my dance moves in other ways um, with this show that I haven't been stretched in a long time with the costumes, um, that was really helpful. And even though it was helpful, I still had to remember, you're going to have to do this for a few months before it becomes a part of you. Um, I don't like that sometimes. But like, like I said, I want it right now so I can like live and be fully, you know, whatever I think that's going to get for me. Um, that I think that's that uh, extra, that, that other tier of freedom that we all look for as artists. Whenever we start something, we want to be that kid again, you know, and not have all the extra stuff kind of get in the way. Um, so that's why I'm real quick to be like, let's hurry up and let's do this so I can be that child because I'm so, I, I don't like the mental, you got to do this, make sure you pose and, th-, you know, like, I, I don't like that, but it's so necessary. Um, and that, that's how I had to, I had to remind myself of that. Um, it's a process because I'm still not perfect at that. I'm still the same, but, <laughs> but it's still the truth. So I, I, I still grasp hold of that. Um, and that's what I would do. I would literally... I've always been this person too when it comes to shows. Whatever I'm doing, I'm, I've been really good at like separating the show from me. Um, I've always been that person because I thought it was kind of cool that I could do that too. To be like, I can play Seely and then go away and be like, I'm watching Netflix and Disney and I'm fine. Like I, I, <laughs> I really pride. Like I really love that about myself. That's like been a gift. Um, and some and and it's different for every person. Not that this is the way to do it, but. Um, that's just been my journey. And, and the, the more I've gotten into this business and the older that I've gotten, <clears throat> I realize how important that is because after a while, what we do, sometimes it does become, it's like, oh, it's a job and it's, and it's autopilot. It is repetition. Um, and once you get to that place and how, how do we live in the moment? How do we do all of that? Um, it is good to, to, to tap into who Adriana Lachey Hicks is apart from a show, because that actually is the very thing that, that is needed for me to be in the moment every day. Um, because it's a tapping into self and, and knowing who I am and fully understanding my identity apart from what I do and how I'm, I'm whole apart from just what I do. That's so important as artists to have. Um, and that would be my journey. I would make sure I yeah, I, I hope I'm answering the question. I'm kind of rambling a yeah, little bit. No, but I, yeah, well, yeah. I love what yeah. there's one thing that really stood out that you said that I don't even think you thought twice about. But for me, it was like, oh, wow. Like you said, I'm still not perfect at it, but it's still the truth. All right. And that'll do it with our guest, Adriana Hicks. Thanks so much to Adriana for giving us her time to do that interview. Once again, that was an excerpt from our Motivation Monday series on the Playbill YouTube channel. Thanks to them. And as always, thanks to the Broadway Podcast Network, the number one one-shop stop for anything Broadway out there. Go to bpn.fm to check out all the amazing Broadway-based podcasts that we have in our network. Until next time, it's me, Roscoe, signing off. Later.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 